because you put the most random fucking clips. My boss was like, oh, let me hear the Scream podcast. And I play it. And it just goes, hello, can you hear me? Are you there? And he was like, yeah, I'm all set. I was like, god damn it. (laughs) Oh, he didn't want to listen to it after that? Oh, no. No. (laughs) I was like, damn it. All right, let's go. We're here to review Halloween 2018. What is going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to Gizmo's Corner yet again. If it is Nightmare Buddies, that can only be one thing. Joined by my co-host of the mostest and the ghostes, we got the one, the only, the horror queen herself, Carista. What's going on, girl? (laughs) 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 Yay, I'm so excited. So if you guys are tuning in, obviously, you know, we're going to be talking about the requel to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre titled Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It is another requel this year. It seems like this trend is not going to die anytime soon, unfortunately. Uh, But I'm I'm so super excited to talk to you about this because we've been talking about this uh, for the past few days now. I can't wait to hear what you have to say, and I can't wait to tell you what I think about this movie. Uh, I know. Oh, it's such secrecy. <laughs> it's been so private. She had, I Krista asked me what I thought of, of it yesterday or the day before. He said, "Oh, so what did you what did you think?" I said, uh, "I'm not telling you. You're gonna have to I wait." I know. I'm like, this suspense is killing me. I'm like, <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> So just to give a quick summary of what this movie is, uh, if you're not familiar with it, it's it, it is the direct sequel to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, which was directed by Toby Hooper in the 80s or the 80s or 70s. Uh, whoa, let's bring it back. 1974, bud. Thank you. Thank you. That's why you're the classic horror girl and let's I'm the modern horror guy. Back that up. <laughs> All right. So Toby Hooper, 1970, 76. Is that what you just what? said? What the fuck? 1978, 1975, 1971, 19... 72, 73, 74. Just tell me when to stop. It's one of those, clearly. <laughs> no, you're, you're, you're done. You're done. You're done. I, I done. I done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Toby Hooper's Texas Chainsaw Massacre, sometimes in fucking 70-something. You should be ashamed. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's not one of my favorites. I don't give a shit. But... <laughs> Yep. So this movie is pretty much about uh, very similar to the original. It's about a group of kids that are somewhere in Texas. Uh, they stop for one reason or another, and they get chased down by the one infamous Leatherface, the big brooding giant that wears people's faces on his face. And that's pretty much this movie in a nutshell. Okay, that's like actually not this movie in a nutshell. <laughs> All okay. right, it's a bunch of it's a <laughs> let's let's back okay, wait, let's back this up for a second. Um you said this movie is pretty much somewhere in Texas. They stop somewhere for one reason or another. Sir, we we have the town name. We're going to Harlow, right outside of Austin. We're going to a ghost town. 
because we're going to gentrify the fuck out of it. Okay? <laughs> we bought some town. We're bringing people in. And then, oopsie, Leatherface lives there. And you are correct on that note. Uh, the reason why I just ran through it so quickly is because, again, I don't give a shit. But. <laughs> wow. Okay. okay, you need. Listen. All right. Texas Chainsaw is not my favorite franchise. Yeah. Like at all. It's probably one of my least favorite franchises, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but you got you gotta have a little heart, kid. You gotta care <laughs> a little bit, okay? <laughs> we gotta care for the people that are here to listen. All right, all right. I'm sorry everybody that loves this franchise or love this movie. Yeah, so like Krista said, it's a movie about some kids. I would call I'm not gonna call them millennials, but I'll call them hipsters. Because I think we're past yeah. the millennial stage right now with where kids these days are at, right? Like, I, I, what it, I, I don't even know what they, what people call them, like Gen Z, Gen, Gen Z millennials. Gen I don't know. Z. I'm old now, so I don't, <laughs> I don't well, know anymore. Well, me and you are millennials. I'm a millennial. I thought you were one as well. Well, yeah, I'm 89. So right, yeah, okay, so I'm three right years. There. Yeah, three years younger than me. Uh, so, yeah, me and you are millennials. These have to be kids that are Gen Z. Regardless of the fact they're fucking hipsters and they're going out there to, like you said, gentrify this small abandoned town in Texas or Harlow. Wow, look at you. All right, all right. <laughs> Am I doing, do I do good? Did I do good, Krista? You did good. You remember <laughs> the name? Look at you. You're coming up. <laughs> I want to be like you when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody will ever be like Ew. me. Random thought. Yes. We're both going to be 40 in this decade. That's disgusting. Shut your disgusting. Fuck. We're going to be 40 in this decade, and we're reviewing movies like anybody fucking cares or our opinion. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> hey, we're bringing it back. All right. We're bringing it back. Yeah, we're bringing it way back. Right. <laughs> so, let's, let's, but... all right. So they get to this town to, as you said, gentrify it. Uh, this is actually the second movie that involves gentrification that we're reviewing. Because uh, yes, Candy. It and it's also well, a requel. Technically, it's the first because Candyman never made it. Ah, I'm true really that. Sad about that. Yeah, true that. Really, really sad. We we talked for a really long time about Candyman. I still have no idea where the fuck it is. It's lost in cyberspace somewhere. I can't find it. <laughs> I don't even have the recording of the in my uh, my audio files. I have no idea where it is. Uh, we we said Candyman too many times, and he was like, "Okay, I'm gonna enough. kill your stream." <laughs> <laughs> right? Fuck you! Stop talking about me. <laughs> That's the synopsis. <laughs> uh, so overall, what was what was your? I, I just oh. like getting it out of the way right, right, right in the beginning with everything. What was your opinion on this movie? Okay, okay. Well, like I said, it's it's a complicated opinion. It's mm. not. Oh my god, I hate this movie, or oh my god, I love it. It's so good. Um, I'm pretty in the middle. Um, did I enjoy it and have a good time? Yeah. 
Um, I didn't hate it. And I think that's also for the sheer fact of how short the runtime is. I don't think I had enough time to hate it. I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, basically, I went into it. It's, it's Texas Chainsaw. I'm here for the kills. So we, we got kills. Now, from the story perspective, fucking garbage. <laughs> but did I enjoy it more than Halloween Kills? Yeah, I did. I can't believe it. Me and you are again on the same page for a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I thought me and you were going to fight about this one. <laughs> Why? Did you think I was going to like love it or hate it? I thought you were going to absolutely hate it. And so, th- the more I dig into the story, I hate it. Like the more yeah. I actually pay attention to the story and think about things, which I'll discuss what I hate. I'm like, wow, this movie fucking sucks. This is terrible. But if I don't take it seriously, which my expectations were, were so low anyway, um, if I just watch it to watch it and I don't take it seriously, it's a fun ride. Yeah, I, and I'm the exact same way. I think I texted you, I was five minutes into it and I said, fuck this movie already. Uh, mm-hmm. Five minutes in, I was like, yeah, this is a piece of shit right off the bat. But I had a great time with it overall. And I agree with you. I think if it was any longer, it would have I would have been like, oh, fucking kill me already. But I also agree with you on the fact that I enjoyed this a million times more than I enjoyed Halloween Kills. There was so, so much more fun. I had so much more fun watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre than I did a Michael Myers movie, which isn't hard because I'm not a big fan of the Halloween franchise either. But. You know, I mean, okay, listen, I mean, if we want to get into that, neither am I. I mean, the franchise is a big mess. But I do like 1, 2, Season of the Witch. Uh, that's about it. <laughs> but um, I I don't know. I would think, like, when I think about, like, horror icons, I definitely gravitate more towards Michael Myers than Leatherface. But, like... I don't know. It's not besides the original and like two and the remake. Like I never really cared about like next gen and all that. And then everything after the remake, I didn't really care about either. So I was like, Oh, I'm probably not going to care about this. So instead of taking it seriously and getting butt hurt going into it, um, because I knew I probably wasn't going to like the story or be able to take it seriously, really. Um, I was like, let me just have no expectation for this. Just under the under the house expectation. Um, and just whatever. Go into it. See how it is. Um, I feel like most of the Texas Chainsaws, like, I'm watching for the kills anyway. Um, even the original. Like, I like the original a lot. But it's a very simple story. And... I think they could have benefited from that in this one if they just even just dumbed it down even more than it was and not try to make like all this backstory to it. Just a simple, hey, we're coming through here and then we died. Um, I feel like that's sufficient for this franchise. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really need more. But yeah, I I feel like if this movie didn't have the gore and kills that it did, even though like quite a few of them are like CGI, which, eh. but if it didn't have that at all, I feel like I would have stabbed myself with a chainsaw <laughs> while it was off, <laughs> make it even more, <laughs> more painful. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm right there with you, too. Uh, this movie is essentially you watch it for the kills, the gore. I still don't think anything touches the remake. I still think that is the best in all the Texas Chainsaw movies. So, uh, OK, I I love the original, mm-hmm. but I think that is one of the remakes that I do enjoy more than the original. And I did watch it right after this. I was like, well, I want to watch a good movie now. So, <laughs> I watch that one. so I watched that one and then I watched the original just to like compare, you know, OK, so this is supposed to be a direct sequel. So let me go back. Yeah, I mean, the the original is still very much superior, but. It was fun. It's not the worst Texas Chainsaw. I still think 3D is a pile of fucking shit. <laughs> but, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what I like better. I don't know if I like Do Your Thing Cuz or You're Cancelled Bro. I don't know which one I like. Oh, I'm gonna, I, I could tell you right now, You're Cancelled Bro. <laughs> I think that line was, when the trailer came out, we watched it and I said, I'm just looking forward to the bus scene. You know, it's funny because when the trailer came out and it just showed that little clip of the bus scene and then that line, I was like, this is so fucking stupid. Like, absolutely not. But then actually seeing the entire scene play out, I was like, oh, this is fucking funny. Yeah, yeah, it was fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) When you're saying like as far as like developing a story and character development and everything, this franchise this franchise doesn't really need that because we are here for the kills. We're here for the gore. I agree with you hundred percent on that too. And I don't think you need a continuing story when it comes to Leatherface, like other franchises such as scream or saw anything like that. Like just have a random group of kids coming into a town and Leatherface kills them. That's all you need for a chainsaw movie. Minus the remake, where the remake, I think we did get a little bit of character development in those characters, which is, I think is why I enjoyed that one more. So and then the remake. So my issue, I guess, because obviously, like um, the remake and then um, Texas Chainsaw Beginning kind of mm-hmm. go together. But Texas Chainsaw is one that I guess I really don't care so much about a backstory to him and i feel like in the 2003 remake they touched a little bit not so much on backstory like they were just like you know they mentioned how oh he has he had a skin condition this and that didn't go too much like back anymore didn't show childhood all that and they kind of touched like okay there's these other family members but also like didn't delve too much into their history either just like they're kind of there they're all connected whatever um beginning wasn't a bad movie but like i just don't care about the backstory really so that's why i just wasn't into it um but i think i think the remake did enough it didn't give us too much backstory that it's like overwhelming and it kind of kept it simple and had a nice gritty look i think he looked awesome like one of my favorite shots from that is when he has the boyfriend's face on and he turns around and i'm like creepy creepy as fuck (laughs) With the ones following the remake, though, like uh, Beginnings and Texas Chainsaw and Leatherface, Leatherface, I I just completely ignored. I, I thought that movie was a pile of shit. Texas Chainsaw or Texas Chainsaw 3D, whatever it's called. Uh, that one I didn't mind so much as far as being like a direct sequel to the original, because that was also technically a requel. In compare. <laughs> 
It's not okay, great. I'm so, okay. It's not Listen. it's not great by any means, but I have fun with that one. You know what? You know what fucking took me out? I mean, okay, isn't this chick supposed to be in like college or something and gets a letter that like, you know, okay, this is your family and aren't you like a baby from like the 70s? Shouldn't you be like 40? Yeah, Why it, are you as like far as, as far as continuity and storytelling, yeah, it's it's horrible. <laughs> I was like, the fuck is this? And I'm sorry. I don't care about do your thing because that was so weird. And also, Leatherface looks very small in that one. He like, does. he doesn't yeah. have the stature that he normally does. So it was like, especially it being, it's not like it's way back then. It's in the future. So, like, wh- why are you so small? <laughs> also, he starts to get his ass kicked by an old man towards the end, which I did not agree with by any means. Uh, I mean, I, it's a, it's weird. I feel like it's a fine line because kind of in this movie, I I feel like they crossed over a little bit where I don't mind in 3D that he was getting his ass kicked a little bit. Is it a little unrealistic? Probably because he probably, it probably should have been someone like even bigger, stronger. He definitely could have taken him down, but Mm -hmm. I don't mind it because he's not supposed to be superhuman. And in this one, I feel like, um, the amount of hits that this man took and he's supposed to be damn near fucking 80. Um, sir. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Like they made him like, they made him Michael Myers. And I was like, but he's not, he's not like Jason or Michael Myers. He's not superhuman. Yeah. He's, he's more relatable I'll say ghost face because that's the first thing to pop into my head. It's a normal dude in a costume mm-hmm. with, well, not really a costume, but, but before we keep like uh, comparing like originals to this one, oh, let's, yeah. let's, let's get, let's focus on this one. Yeah, I know. Uh, We're like, actually, let's talk about the whole franchise. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, whatever. Back as far as uh, I don't want to start off negative with it, but it's kind of hard not to. I mean, like I said, the first five minutes of this movie where you have these kids roll up and then it, at first I thought this was going to be like a, and I don't want to get political on here so much either. But like I really thought it was going to be like right leaning because when that truck pulls up right. In, oh, by the way, spoilers. When that truck pulls oh, up. Oh, my God. Oh, you know what? I think, Did we spoil anything before this? God. No, we didn't. We didn't. We do this every time. And then in the, like, final two minutes. Oh, by the way, spoilers. <laughs> Shit. Spoilers. If you haven't seen it yet, go watch it on Netflix. If you don't care, continue listening or whatever. Uh, but so uh, when that truck pulls up, the guy gets out and he has the gun. And the one girl's like, oh, I wonder if his, he's carrying that around because his dick is so small or whatever. Like, if. Yeah. There's no point of view, at at least for me, like, I don't care about any of these characters right off the bat. I think they're a bunch of assholes. I don't care about them ever. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't. In any movie? In any movie? No, I mean, in this movie. Like, I I cared about none of them. I was just like, is it is it time for you to die now? (laughs) Are you going to die here? (laughs) I yeah like okay so yeah opening you know we have that little interaction and then they realize oh okay we have to deal with this guy because actually yeah. he's helping us build up this ghost town and then they uh they see a confederate flag which I'm like okay here we go not what I wanted to see but all right 
So they see that, I'm like, okay, this is about to get super awkward. And it did. It did. It got mm-hmm. a little awkward. And I, I don't know. I didn't like I didn't like that so much because I felt like it was a little forced the narrative in here. Yeah. Um like I feel like certain franchises just don't have like that standing. Like it's a movie about people getting killed no matter what race you are, whether you're straight, gay, anything, you're you're going to get slashed up by a chainsaw. So it felt a little forced. I think if they they could have maybe went about it differently and made it a little more subtle, but I just felt like it wasn't that kind of movie whereas I feel other movies not even just subtle like other movies have it in your face but they go about it in a way where there's a reason behind it it didn't feel so much like there was a reason other than just putting it here and I'm like okay I don't really think about a Texas Chainsaw movie and taking it seriously anyway and now we're putting okay these serious topics in it of like some racism a little bit of like, okay, we're in the deep South, things are different, um, school shooting. And I'm like, okay. But then after I saw that, I was like, but that doesn't make, make me feel anything. It doesn't yeah. make me feel like any, any different. Like I wanted to feel for the characters and be like, oh my God. Okay. Like the main girl, okay. You survived a school shooting. And like, that is a very current thing. And I wanted to feel for her, but really I just wanted them all to get like slashed by Leatherface. I want to. I wanted to connect with the characters. Um, But yeah. Also, it is Texas. So I'm sure you're going to see some Confederate flags flying around at some point in time. Yes, it is the South. Um, And to be fair, that flag was beat to that flag was beat to shit. It's not like it was a brand new flag hanging proud or anything. You know what I mean? It might have been brand new. It's. (laughs) Texas. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Nobody from Texas come for me, please. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, um, but yeah, like, I, I wouldn't. Um, I mean, it didn't. I still had fun with the movie. Um, I just feel like they could have they could have approached that narrative differently to actually make the audience maybe feel a little more connected. It felt more like it was just a, hey, this happened. Hey racism is going on okay let's move on and i was like "Mm, that didn't really like add anything to me like i'm like okay like movies that i watch i mean obviously we all watch jordan peele movies like antebellum stuff like that that where it has like i feel something for these characters and i feel like into the story i feel connected i'm like yes this has a message i didn't really feel like this had a message i felt more like it was there to just be there yeah, it was forced, like you said. Like there was no, there wasn't really a purpose to it other than it was young kids seeing a Confederate flag and freaking out over it. Yeah. Uh, which is like, you know, that is kind of modern with today. You see a Confederate flag and you lose your shit yeah, about like, it. I, well, also, I live in New Jersey, not Texas. But if I saw a Confederate flag, I would probably freak the fuck out too. Sure, sure. Because why? You know. Yes. A lot I, of I, why. Yeah. Please go away. <laughs> Just it's done. It's over with. You'd be gone. But yeah, as far as these kids go, like there's no you have no sentimental connection to them. You don't care about them. We both just said we want to see them all get chopped up. Uh, the girl with the that survived the shooting. It was intriguing. But at the same point, it's like, 
it's not necessary. It's not necessary to see something like that. The one character that I was actually rooting for, which is surprising, was the one girl you knew was going to get off first, which was the blonde, because she was just normal. There was nothing about her. It was just like she was nice. She was kind of cool. She was the only one I was rooting for. But and I was like, well, I mean, it sucks. You're going to die first because you're that character. Yeah, I wasn't. Um, I, I wasn't even like rooting for her, really. I, I didn't like I didn't hate her. I felt like the other characters like I really didn't connect with them. I, I didn't like them. So it was like, yay. Like when I when Leatherface finally shows up, I'm like, ooh yeah, let's get these kills. Um, But also then like part of me is like was that the point what like of the movie was the point to make like these characters super unlikable and instead of normally i mean not every movie there's shitty movies like that i like too that have no character development but stabbed um, in the face all right, listen, listen. I'm going to bring that up every episode. <laughs> you Listen, you already know that I love garbage, so I don't even know why, like, you have me review anything because my opinion really doesn't matter with some of the shit that I wear, that I wear, that I watch. Wow. That I wear also. I wear mom jeans, so that really, I'm out of the fast. It's no good. Like, <laughs> I'm just yeah. I'm really not I'm not doing well in every category <laughs> oh my God. um part of me is like okay was this just a like were they actually really just that was their way of trying to develop characters um and give them kind of like a backstory and it just kind of bombed or is your intention actually just to make these characters so unlikable that like we're rooting for Leatherface and rooting for them all to die and excited to see the kills and him show up? I don't know. I don't know which way. Yeah, I um, wouldn't dig down that rabbit hole too far. I don't think. Uh, yeah, it's I, it's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's more of like a, a benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Excuse. But yeah, I really. uh I didn't give a shit about anybody. <laughs> I did all. actually, I did like the guy in the truck that the contractor. I did like the contractor. I thought he was a cool character. Um, but you, again, you know, he's going to get off. You can just tell by watching after all the movies we've seen and everything, you know what characters are going to get off at shit. any point. Well, yeah, if you if you chose everybody, you were right. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the school shooting survivor. Like, except for, there was always got to be one. Yeah, there's got to be one that gets away just randomly. Yeah. I, the one I was rooting for to get off, like, immediately was the short curly-haired girl, which I guess was supposed to be, like, our main character in this movie. Uh, I can't can't stand her. I As a, her face just bothers me, and I, I'm sorry to say that, but her face bothers me. Oh. Uh I hated her in Happy Death Day to You. I couldn't stand her. And she just had a small part. And when I saw she was in this, I was like, more reason for me to hate this movie. I just don't oh. like her. Okay. All righty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a personal problem. Though. It is. I just don't like her <laughs> for whatever reason. I don't know what it is. It's like, did, you ever did just... Did go to school together? Did she... No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, you ever have that feeling you just see someone in your... You look at them like, 
like you're introduced to someone at like a party or something like, hey, Krista, this is Chad. And you look Chad up and down and you're like, I fucking don't like you. I don't like your face, Chad. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say so much like I hated her face. Um, I guess... You know, just it's a figure act- of speech. It's a figure of speech. I don't really yeah, hate her like, face, I, but I hate her face. I hated the character that she was playing. I'll, I'll, I'll put it to that. Um, I really, I didn't like her attitude really about anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I actually, when they, you know, when they got there, like I actually felt more bad for the old lady. I was like, damn, came in her house, kicked her out, made her have a fucking heart attack. I'm like shit. If they would have been a little bit nicer, Leatherface would have would have been pretty chill. Yeah. But I guess that's he hasn't killed in what fifty fucking years, and that was all the motive he needed. Um, yep. Why he's at an orphanage when he was a full grown adult, I'll never know. Um, so my theory here is that was his lady. Hmm. I don't know. I really can't. Imagine Leatherface fucking. Okay. Um, oh. Nor do I want to. Let's let's put that there too. Um, I, <laughs> I don't think so. I think she she was, you know, taking care of him. Because even when she says like, oh, he's the last of my boys. Um, I think she was taking care of him. Because, I mean, it's Leatherface. Like, he really doesn't. What is he going to do? Get a job? Like, he doesn't know oh. how to take care of himself, really. And if no one else was around okay but i i would have appreciated like not a lot but maybe just a little like even like a two minute hey how did you get to this orphanage and live here for 50 years um because it was really random yeah out of like everywhere in texas it's like okay in this one abandoned town you're at this orphanage for 50 years that nobody could find you okay and you just were like, uh, I won't kill again. Sure. Um, so I thought that was weird. But I guess all the motivation he needed was his caretaker dying and it being their fault. <laughs> so. Plus also, I mean, everybody in the area knows about Leatherface. Like the the guy at the the store that they go into, he knows all about him. I'm sure the cops know all about him. Everyone, everyone in that area has to know about Leatherface. You know what and, I thought was also weird? Another little hole in the story. Everyone knows about what happened with mm-hmm. Sally. Everyone knows about it. Like they're playing the little documentary in the beginning at the gas station. Yeah. Um, contractor working on trucks down the street. No idea that Leatherface is here? Yep. No idea that it's Leatherface. Okay. Sheriff, no idea. (laughs) I was like, okay. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. I guess. Because he doesn't have his mask on, but okay. Not to get too deep either, but I mean, you're about to purchase this entire street with all these stores and everything. Obviously, you got to do your research, and then you have all these investors coming in none of the investors are looking into the area none of the investors are like i mean there was a guy who chopped up a bunch of people with a chainsaw so uh yeah i'm good well go like that, uh, um that doesn't seem like a very good you know property yeah. wise lore wise probably not the town that any bank or investor would want to like <laughs> you know what where I'm, I'm gonna put my money here yeah. um probably not 
But again, the story is shit. So it yeah. it, it is what it is. <laughs> we um, gotta stop focusing on the story. I know. I'm tr- I'm trying to focus. Like <laughs> I mean, that's really where the negative comes from, is the story. Um, but also, I watched this movie. You know, I I feel like everyone's very divided on it. Like people are like, I fucking love this. It's the best one. And then other people are like, I fucking hate it. You're stupid. Like, people are like losing their fucking shit over this movie. And I'm like, it was it wasn't good, but I didn't hate it. But also, I watched it for free in my jam jams. So like, I mean, did I really like lose out on anything? No, you didn't I, I lose didn't out on anything. I didn't have to put pants on. I didn't have to do anything. So I watched it in the comfort of my own home. Had a little snacky poo. <laughs> um, so I, I can't really hate it too much. And again, like we said, I really think the runtime helped out a lot. Had this been like a two-hour movie or two-and-a-half-hour movie, I think I would be like, fuck this completely. I hate it. Uh, be- mm-hmm. Because it was like so short, it was straight to the point. Yeah. I, I feel like 15 minutes in, we were already at this point where, okay, Leatherface is chopping off this lady's face to wear. So it was very straight to the point, right to the action. So I'm okay with that. Am I going to watch it all the time? Probably not. But I feel like it has a little more rewatch ability than some of the other movies in the franchise. I'm sorry. Yeah. I like overtook everything. Go ahead. You, you, you didn't overtake it. You didn't. Over- You're good. <laughs> this is my podcast now. <laughs> That's what Jeremy or JC says also. <laughs> He's kidding. I feel bad because I just like I'm like you know what all right I'm gonna like I'm I'm just gonna say a sentence I'm just gonna say one thing and then it's like it's 20 a, minutes later, and I'm like so sorry it's a conversation piece honestly I just love sitting here asking <laughs> questions I'm okay <laughs> uh, but yeah so then continuing on uh, we're just gonna break down this movie uh like scene by scene because it's short enough to do that so <laughs> all right that happens um old lady has her little heart attack after they kick her out of her own fucking house and they're driving her to the hospital. I, I, God knows where. And I don't, I don't know. Some people like the shot of Leatherface in the, uh, in the van. I would have preferred it to be a little darker. I mean, I know we've seen glimpses of his face in other movies and stuff, but I would have preferred it to be a little darker because my man's did not look almost 80 he looked no. like a solid 45 50 so it, it didn't fit the age bracket so i was just like huh. um if it was a little darker and i couldn't see it then maybe i would have been like oh cool and i but <laughs> whatever a lot of people also missed him sitting in the chair in the orphanage surprised i thought you were gonna say uh talk about the scene where it's the open field of uh tall grass or whatever it is oh i'm getting there and then his head just goes whoop he's taking the (laughs) shit there okay and then (laughs) otherwise leatherface was taking a dookie because that's what it looked like and i started busting out laughing at that scene but then immediately after i was like that shit is hilarious but then his little like few second walk through the dead sunflowers was actually kind of cool i was like all right i dig it with the storm rolling in um that whole scene was it it was okay i guess all right like it gave us okay this is how he gets this face 
it made me hate the mask a little less because when I saw the trailer, I was like, that looks like shit. Yeah, it looks horrible. It did. It still looked horrible, but I was like, it's like a 90-year-old face. So, okay. It can be horrible. That girl could have escaped. Let's just, let's be real. Yeah. She could have escaped. Um, if she just she sat there, if she just she sat a little there too a long. little bit longer. I, when he came to the window, I don't know how he didn't see her do her whole yeah. fucking full head spin to the window. I was like, I, I liked how he killed the sheriff. It, it was a little, I wasn't expecting him to just bash him in the head. He um, broke the guy's arm and shoved the bone into his head. I was not expecting that either. That I was, was wild. Okay. I was like, oh, fuck, that's where we're going with this. Hell yeah. yeah. I was expecting maybe, like, to start out some light kills, really ramp it up. But then I was kind of, like, eh about her death because I feel like he killed the one so brutally, stabbed him with his own fucking wrist, and then the other one shot him. <laughs> yeah. his arm, then bashed him in the fucking head. And then her, uh, it's just like, yeah stab <laughs> like yeah and i i don't know i guess he had a little connection moment with her but i i was like that kill felt off compared to the other two mm. uh brutality wise but um it was it was an okay scene i was like okay we're we're getting into this clearly he's going back to his excellent revenge my biggest gripe with the mask was how the fuck did that thing stay on mm-hmm. like how he did not stitch it on apparently blood is glue now um i know it had the little two air holes but this man got hit by a car he got hit with a chainsaw he went into water and this thing like i i feel like he was using like my wig glue to really keep that shit in place or something because what the fuck that thing didn't move i was so confused by that mask the entire time i was waiting for it to come off and it'd be like oh this is what he looks like or something i actually was expecting that when let's just get into it when fucking sally showed up like yeah let's talk about sally um because of the gas station attendant saying earlier uh when the girl asked him about oh, did she find him, or, oh, she found him, never found him, whatever. And he, he was like, oh, it's hard to find someone when he was wearing a mask, when you don't know what they look like. So I thought that was a little foreshadowing when Sally was going to come, that something was going to happen, and she was finally going to actually see him face-to-face, but that didn't happen. So I was like, okay. I thought I was smart, but <laughs> it uh, didn't I mean, happen. I, I mean, let, since we're on the subject of Sally, too, like, I right oh, away from... <laughs> What'd you say? I said, fuck that character. Well, yeah, so here's the thing. When, this is the issue now with, like, all these movies, like, working off nostalgia in the requels and everything. It's like, I'm, I'm getting sick of nostalgia. I'm getting, I'm over the requels. I'm over these uh, legacy characters and everything. Which, by the way, it's not even the original actress that came back. Because that actress is dead. So everyone's celebrating, like, oh, they got the No, you're wrong. It's not the original. She's dead. Is very dead. In... And not talking about in the movie. I mean, in real life, she's dead. In the movie also, but... In the, yeah, now in the movie also, she is dead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> Every avenue that she could be dead, she is dead. Yes. <laughs> this is probably... Nobody cares about this final girl. Like, this is not a final girl that any... Like, if you say, who's your favorite final girl? No one's ever like, oh, Sally from Texas Chainsaw. No one's ever... It's, it, you know, it's Sydney, it's Ripley, uh, it's Sarah Connor... Oh, and we got Nancy. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Those are your final girls. Those are the first ones that come to mind. And bringing her back, it's just like, why? Like, and like she, and we joked about this too in comparison to Halloween. It's like, she even says, she literally says, I waited 50 years to see him face to face again. Fuck well, off. <laughs> Fuck off with that. Oh, what, well, what they did, what they did was they watched Halloween 2018 and they said, I got an idea. <laughs> um, <laughs> that felt that's like a great a idea. Rip. Like it felt like a straight rip of Halloween 2018. Could they have done something cool with it? They could have. They definitely mm-hmm. could have. Did they? No. The execution was pretty bad. She really had no point in this movie. Mm-hmm. I was enjoying it fine without her in it. And I don't, I don't know. I feel like it was such a wasted opportunity, especially the way that it was hyped. Um, and the trailer was like, okay, uh, you know, Sally's been waiting and they're going to face off. And <laughs> she took a fucking chainsaw to the chest immediately. Mm-hmm. She did nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, first, okay, first, what I actually did like, um, not about her character, but about one of her scenes, is when she walks in the house and she starts naming off, you know, Franklin and says to Leather, like, Say, say you remember me. Say, and he just is like, bitch, bye, and just walks out. But after I was saying, I don't know if if the movie was trying to be meta there as far as like, you know, obviously he's not going to remember you fifty years ago. Like he's not. You don't have a connection. Whereas like in Halloween, the character of Michael Myers and Laurie Strode, there is so much development built up between them. But even between the different timelines of Halloween there's like this development of character between them and why they're facing off and they have all this history there with like Sally and Leatherface. There really isn't. It's, you know, an unfortunate event that happened and then nothing continued after that. That was, mm-hmm. that was it. So there really isn't all of that um, between them. And it was pretty realistic for him to just walk out and be like, I don't yeah. are you. She had a lot of opportunity to, to do something. <laughs> um, and she did absolutely nothing but take a chainsaw to the chest. <laughs> <laughs> Which was ridiculous, by the way, because, first of all, you're pushing, what, 72? Yeah. You not only took a chainsaw to the chest, literally just all your organs up in here. And then got thrown in the fucking trash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then still was like, that's all right. I'm going to reload the shotgun. I was like, ma'am. I'll get one more shot to save the day. When that when that happened, I was like, get the, again, a lot of get the fuck out of here is for me. Yeah, that, that was just, that uh, was unrealistic. Um, I was saying it would have been really funny if they faced off against each other with like walkers since they're home. Um. <laughs> that would have been, been entertaining, like just two old like nemesis, like ah. But but um, yeah, I felt like her character was such such a waste, and the whole I've been waiting fifty years. No, no, you haven't. No, you haven't. Just stop. And the I I went back. I watched the first one because I was watching this, and we were like, eh. she she references that like that Polaroid a lot. Yeah. And I'm that not thing sure. looks brand new. Oh, no. Uh, 
it's not even about being brand new. Um, in the original, the hitchhiker burned it, so it doesn't even exist. So I was oh. like, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> what? What? Like, did you go back and get his camera and take a picture? <laughs> I don't know what happened. Wow. So I, I was a little confused about that because I'm like, that picture isn't supposed to exist. But okay. So uh, what do you what do you think about this as as far as a concept goes? Instead of it being the old lady taking care of Leatherface, what if it is? What if the story was Sally sometime after the first when she comes back, uh, gets the upper hand on Leatherface and is keeping him captive in her basement, torturing him <laughs> over the years, and then when these kids come and you know same situation happens like with the old woman, she ends up having a heart attack and then she goes to the hospital. While she's at the hospital, they start going through the house looking for this deed. They end up letting Leatherface out. And then she says, I got to get back there. Like, okay. right? All right. That's a different take. Different take. All right. I could work with that. It's a pretty, pretty simple story. Mm-hmm. Pretty straight to the point. I could work with that. I wouldn't hate that. Um, Cause the story was definitely garbage. <laughs> <laughs> like the more I thought of it, cause I was like, let me watch it again. Right. So I watched it. I was like, and, and when it ended, I was like, this movie fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I was like, it was it was fun, but it sucks. So I was like, let me watch it again and really pay attention. Oh, you watched it twice. I did. Because I was like, let me like really pay attention here. So I watched it again. I was like really up in the screen <laughs> looking at everything and just paying attention like really to every detail of the story. And I was like, this is a pretty garbage story. Um, if, you, if you're watching it for the story, nay, nay. But if you're watching it for the kills, that was really fun. But I also feel like it's, you know, it's not an A24 film. It's Texas Chainsaw. So I, I don't think I've ever been like, let me watch one of these for some grand, amazing story and great acting. It it's always been like whatever yeah um so once i kind of took that element out of it like we've talked about it like we hated it which is that's why i said my opinion is so complicated because all the problems i have with the story sound like i hate it but i really didn't hate it i still i still had a good time (laughs) but it's still fun it's still that movie like i guarantee i will pop this movie on again to watch it not even watch it. I'll probably even have it on the background because it's that kind of movie. Like if it's a movie that I can pop on, I pop on truth or dare all the time. And that movie's a piece of shit. And I like, I, I don't mind movies that are, are in the horror genre when they're pieces of shit. But as long as I can enjoy them, I'm good with it. There, you can definitely be a piece of shit and just be a piece of shit and I'll never watch it again. But like, no, this is definitely, it's definitely a fun one. It's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, I was actually I was actually surprised that I didn't just straight hate it. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I don't love it, but there's it, it's it's really weird. That's why I felt so conflicted because by the standards of how bad the story is and nothing makes sense, I should hate it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, eh, it wasn't the worst. <laughs> yeah, you still get your entertainment, everything like that. Uh, yeah, I mean. Honestly, like, I, I I don't think I have a whole lot more to say about this. Like, I, it was a lot of fun. The story was shit. 
characters were assholes. You don't care about them. There's no character development, which is fine. Yeah, like there, there's not really a whole lot more that I can talk about with it. But like, what, what, what like, is there anything um, else you can think of? Well, yeah, I guess. All right, let's continue and wrap up to the ending here. Um, you know, there, I did laugh a lot when Leatherface popped out of the water like a seal. <laughs> <laughs> that, <laughs> I don't know. I was like, damn, this is a really fit old man. I don't, I can't even do that. But. <laughs> So I was like, okay, like there were definitely things that made me laugh like that. I thought the bus scene was really fun. Um, there was definitely like some CGI, you know, I prefer practical, Same. Um, but for what it was, I thought it was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Um, the ending I thought was a little weird. So right before the, uh, the sister gets killed. I, I thought it was a little weird that like so much traumatic shit has gone on and they're like, let's get in the Tesla and laugh about it. <laughs> yeah, let's get in. We'll put it on. We'll put it on autopilot yeah. and <laughs> not just take off. Let's no, just, no, let's, let's just not cruise. Let's not floor it the fuck out of here. Let's let the car drive itself on like a nice, nice slow pace. And nice uh, mile an hour. <laughs> yeah, like get the fuck out of here again. That was a get the fuck out of here moment for me. <laughs> but yeah, with but then I was satisfied with that ending. I was very satisfied with that ending because I hate her, and she got her fucking head cut off. <laughs> I, I I was like okay, like I felt like I was waiting for it because I was like okay, there's no like there there's no way that they're both gonna survive. Mm. I don't know how when they when they crash the car. Leatherface likes to throw a lot of shit in this movie. Mm-hmm. So when he threw the chainsaw, um, I'm not sure why they couldn't keep driving straight, and they, but they somehow perfectly drove through the door of the garage. And she, like, impaled her leg with a pole, but somehow pulled that off, and we're fine. Mm-hmm. We're running. We're good. Yeah. And I was like, okay, there's no way that, like, both of them are going to survive. So then I'm like, okay, it's coming to the end of the movie. What's, what's going to happen here? Um, I thought it was like a nice little fuck you. Like, all right, here you go. Um, you're not surviving. And, you know, he did his little dance as the Tesla drove off into the sunset. Um, and I guess she's basically the new Sally now, the lone survivor. And then I waited because everyone was like, oh, like, wait till after the credits. Yeah. I'm like, Okay. And I waited, and it was a little, you know, shot of him, I guess, walking his ass all the way back home. Which leaves it open to, I guess, more movies in the future. Sure. sure. Um, they won't come. I, yeah, I, I, didn't feel, I didn't feel like I needed that shot, really. Yeah. Um, I was like, all right. But overall, it was, it was fun. But I, <clears throat> I was thinking about it the other day. And like you said, how there is... You know, basically, we're in this cycle of requels and rebooting franchises and bringing this back and changing up the story. And I feel like, you know, there is a divide with horror fans, like, lately, because some people are super open to that. Some people are like, can we stop remaking the same fucking shit over and over? I I definitely fall more into that category of, like, I'm tired of seeing the same things over yeah. and over. Um, I'll still watch it and see because you never know. This surprised me. I thought I was going to hate it a lot more. And I feel like Hollywood is so stagnant right now that they need 
new creatives. They need new blood because I feel, you know, we're in our thirties. We're not the target audience anymore. Stop making movies for us. Focus on the 18 to 22 range, make new movies, bring in new people. Even with this one, even though this was like a requel, I don't think I hated it so much because we don't really know these like actors really like, but this possibly brings in opportunity for younger people to watch this on Netflix because I mean, they're not collecting tapes. They're going to be streaming. They'll watch this. They see these new actors, new actresses, maybe conventions will start booking new actors, new actresses, bring in younger blood, more people into conventions and have some of the people that we love. And it, it just opens up the market more because obviously every decade horror changes every decade. There's a new target audience. And I feel like they're holding on so much to like, the 70s, 80s, 90s babies and rehashing these franchises when it's like, just let it go. Focus yeah. on focus on the new crowd. Fo- mm-hmm. You know, these movies aren't for me. Like, I'm watching them just to see, but they're not. Yeah, yeah same here. I'm, I'm completely with you, too. And like saying, the, saying that, too, like I remember like going through different, you know, different hotspots as far as like what's hot right now. And we went through the, you know, the Japanese horror phase where like the ring came out. That was excess. Then we got the grudge. We got dark water. Uh, Then we got, you know, prequels were a big thing. So then like we had the remake to Texas Chainsaw Massacre at that time. Prequels were huge. And then we got the beginning and then remakes were huge. Remakes were a huge thing. They were remaking everything like they even I mean, nothing against my bloody Valentine. That's I love that movie. But like. Who's going to think to go back and remake My Bloody Valentine? Like, it, it, they were like... Oh, they thought it. They were grasping at straws at at one point, you know? Like, everything was getting remade. And now we're in the requel era where it's like, oh, this is hot. We're just going to keep doing it. Like, I'm wondering, like, what's the next hot thing? You know, what what's it going to be? And it's, it's unfortunate that... And going back to what you said about, you know, getting new talent and everything, getting new creatives... It's like, I do want a new slasher. Like, I, I feel like the last slasher we got, I don't want to say Jigsaw, but like even the collector, you know, mm-hmm. like, and like, he's only had two I movies. I wouldn't say Jigsaw. Maybe the collector, They which they really, they could have continued, but they didn't. We got Victor Crowley. Victor Crowley. And that was, that's a, that's an under the, that is an under the radar movie, like mainstream Mainstream audiences don't know about that. That's just like hardcore horror fans, you know? I I just think like, even if I don't like it, like I said, I feel like I'm not the target audience. You're not trying yeah. to really like uh, at this point, you know, it's time, like time to pass the torch a little bit um, mm. and kind of include new people in horror. Like, you know, it's not just us anymore. There's younger people who maybe are just getting into it that don't know about these movies. Yeah. So they're like, what the fuck is this? What is this follow-up mm-hmm. for? Maybe it'll entice them to go back and watch the original. Maybe they'll be like, this is stupid and I don't feel like it. Who knows? Um, but even with like Malignant, I didn't like that movie, but I appreciate mm-hmm. that it was different than the same thing we get over and over. And a lot of people did like it. It was well-received. Mm-hmm. So I, I think if they do focus maybe their energy more on new slasher icons, you can create new things but also part of me feels like the slasher genre is dead yeah there's not going to be slashers like you know the 80s there's not you know giallo is not coming back like no matter how much i love that genre certain things just can't be replicated 
And I feel like it's, it's time, like I said, for new creatives to really think of new things. You look back in every decade of horror and there's new movies, new ideas. It's ever changing. And I feel like right now for probably the past 15 years or so, it's pretty stagnant. It's not really new ideas. It's just like, let's like change the story a little bit for something that's already in existence instead of new stuff. I mean, there's definitely indie movies. There's definitely, you know, people who've come on the scene, like, you know, like Jordan Peele, A24 is pumping out stuff. Like not my vibe, but you know, it's different. Um, but the main stuff, I mean, as far as like Blumhouse, stuff like that, it's it's mostly digging back and, mm-hmm. okay, let's rehash this and recreate it or reimagining when it's just like, just do something new, completely different, like off the walls, like absolutely crazy. Just do something different. I'm, I'm going to throw a name out there and I want to see if you, re- if you recognize the name. Uh, there's one director, which I wish got more work than what he has. And that's Ty West. No, no. He's the director. He directed House of the Devil, The Innkeepers, The Sacrament. He all his first movie. I don't think he's actually credited for it anymore. But he actually did Cabin Fever too. He said, "Take me off that shit." <laughs> he did. He wanted nothing to do with that movie. Uh, but he's actually he went to the same school I did. Uh, we didn't we didn't go to the same school at the same time. But his movies they're so original. And they're so fucking. If you haven't seen any of these, I, I recommend you watch. I have them. actually House House of the Devil is on my watch list. I have not watched it yet. I've heard good Check. things about it, but I definitely I, haven't watched it. Not to hype it up <laughs> for you, but I think of all of his movies, you'll probably like that one the best. I personally enjoy the Innkeepers the best out of all of his movies, but mm-hmm. uh, he's a solid director. He's always telling a, an original story, and he actually can scare you, which is like for me and you, that's rare. Yeah, but he can give you the chills. And he can creep you out. And I think like talent like that, I think, is going to waste, especially in horror. Uh, I love James Wan to death, but he doesn't want it. Like he he said it like he wants to focus on like action movies like that's his passion. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, like we we do have Lee Winnell as much as I didn't like uh, The Invisible Man so much as everyone else did. I still think he's an original artist that is going to be coming out and giving us new original concepts like he did with uh, Upgrade. Uh, you know, I, I I think there's a lot of talent out there that's been on the scene. It's just they're being overlooked. And I think Hollywood is just trying to take these people that don't really know what they're doing so the studios can control them in making a movie that the studio wants because the studio is a business. You know, yeah, it's the, a cash grab. Yeah, it's always going to be a cash grab. So, I mean, the the original directors on this movie got fired. I think it was like two weeks into filming or something like that. You know, it's like just they they need to hire this talent based off of what they're good at and what they they're able to do, and just let them have free reign and make a a great movie. You know, and I and, think that's like what they're I missing. Said, new directors, like new movies, it may like. It may be like nothing that interests me at all or people in my genre at all. Um, And that doesn't make it bad. It just means, you know, it's different. We're getting older. You know, it's not like we're, you know, fresh 18 going to the movies. You know, the movies are targeting us, trying to get us in the theater. It's a different time. And I feel like, you know, every so often you pass the torch and 
new ideas happen and they might not be for us anymore, but I do appreciate people trying new things. And even if they don't work out, try something new, see how it works. Um, and maybe it hits other people differently. I'm, I'm hoping the slasher genre or the slasher subgenre is not dead because that is, yeah, I mean, that's your favorite, just like it's my favorite. It's uh, my favorite in the world, but I do feel like it's it'll happen. It'll make a comeback. Scream, Scream made the comeback in 96. We'll, we'll get another comeback. We'll get another, I guarantee but my, we my will. Big, my big question is, does it need to make a comeback? Sure. Or, or is it time to, to let it go? No, I'll never let it go. <laughs> I'll never let it go. Let I'm, it go. Like, I don't know. I guess I'm, I'm like, I'm okay with going back. Like, obviously, Friday the 13th is my favorite franchise. <clears throat> to me, I've always said it has the most watchable movies in the franchise. Um, you know, I feel like they're all pretty fun. They're campy, enjoyable. I can put them on in the background or I can pay attention and I always have a good time. So people always tell me, they're like, oh, don't you want another Friday the 13th? I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> I'm good. Because I'm very much like, if I have those movies and I like them like I can just go watch those like I'm okay I don't need to keep you know trying to put the story in different avenues or mm. breaking it down and remaking this and then oh, let's go back get rid of this ignore these movies but just we're just gonna pay attention to these two like I, I don't need all that um I try to you know obviously for reviewing purposes and just what's going on currently in horror just to keep up on things and and try to see some movies but i do miss a lot of movies i'm not gonna lie because i'm always watching some bullshit <laughs> <laughs> some fucking bullshit but that's my vibe i like absolute garbage and i know a lot of them that people don't want to watch really because they're terrible so <laughs> if i reviewed those movies they'd be like bye your ratings <laughs> your ratings would go negative if i reviewed <laughs> if you ever if you ever pitch me a concept to to review stabbed in the face i will say i need to find a new co-host <laughs> have you even watched that no i never will <laughs> okay wow okay first of all that's rude <laughs> i never said it was good but i still feel like give it a chance okay <clears throat> give it a chance no i i um no Straight and straight no on that. I will tell you though to watch Gondosaurus Rex. Okay. Does that have to do with weed? Obviously. <laughs> His fucking name is Gondosaurus Rex. I mean, I've always wanted to watch the Killer Bong movies, so I will I would give that a chance. It's it's really funny. Like, come on, a Godzilla that like wants to smoke weed. Like <laughs> Godzilla, like Godzilla, why are you so mad? Yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. So with this, uh, let's wrap this up, Krista. Actually, before we wrap it up, mm-hmm. final thoughts on the movie. We kind of already said it, um, mm-hmm. but as far as like a recommendation goes, like if you're a horror fan and you just want to have a good time, don't put a lot of thought into it. I highly recommend. I gotta step. I gotta stop saying highly recommend because I don't actually mean that. I do recommend that you watch this movie. I think if you're looking for greatness, you're not going to get it. So skip it. But I think if you're you're a horror fan, you want to pop it on just for a good time. Go for it. Yeah, I think if you're 
if you're a fan of the Texas Chainsaw franchise and you got an hour and 20 minutes on your hands, uh, log into your friend's Netflix and give it a watchy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't, um, I thought it was fun. It was, it was a fun time. Uh, it's a piece of absolute shit, but it was fun shit. <laughs> it was fun shit. It was a fun shit. It was a fun poop. Every now, every now and then we all have a fun doo-doo. We do. And this, this was a fun poopy. Uh, but now before we go, I do want to talk about the trailer. You mentioned Jordan Peele before, and I would like to talk about. Nope. <laughs> Okay, we don't got to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to talk about the trailer for Nope. Yes. Uh, you watched it, right? I did. I'm intrigued. I'm fucking ready. I am so fucking ready for this movie. I'm. I don't. I don't care. I'm a fucking Jordan Peele stan. I love Jordan Peele. I'm ready. Um, I think. I think he makes good movies. Yeah. I think he's. I think he's a smart guy. He makes good movies. He makes um, good points, good messages. And I'm always intrigued in what he's going to do next. Yeah, same here. I uh, I loved Get Out. Us Us was one of those movies I left the theater and I was like, I don't know if I'm telling myself I'm supposed to like it or if I actually like it because hmm. it was, you know, it was it was out there. It took me like two days and just thinking about it. And I was like, yeah, I fucking love that one, too. Hmm. See, seeing this trailer uh it's act it actually kind of reminds me a little bit of m night Shyamalan a little bit because it's going through so this is jordan peele's third movie m night Shyamalan's third movie with signs so it's it's a little like it, it's easy to relate the two at this point because obviously this movie is about aliens yeah i was so fucking hyped i was like okay okay <laughs> <Did> jordan <laughs> Did you watch did you watch the double toasted review of the trailer? I didn't yet. Watch it. It's hilarious. I like I love them so much. Oh, if, you, I, if you're listening, which you're not, I love you. <laughs> Corey and Martin, you're the best. I I, I listen so much. They're so funny. Like I could listen to that. Even movies I don't care about. I'm like, I don't mm -hmm. care. I'm gonna listen to this review. I'm not even gonna watch this movie. I listen okay. to them every day. I, I swear to God, I listen to every review that comes they're out. I listen so to it. Funny, like I, I just love. They're, they're two people that they could, not even be doing a review. They could be talking about like their trip to the grocery store, but I love listening to them talk so much that yeah. I don't even care. I will listen to them, no matter what it is. It's funny. I started listening to them after they did. I think they did a piece about Jordan Peele after us came out and there was like some controversy around Jordan Peele. I listened to that review and I was like, these guys are fucking awesome. And I just started, that's, I got hooked on them like immediately. Cause they were so funny. They, they, they are. And he also like, he's really funny. He makes good points. They're both very mm -hmm. smart. And I think like, you know, we're not going to make this podcast into that, but I think like we even talked about before where he was talking about, I don't know if it was that controversy or something else, but he was talking about, the struggles of being mixed race. And I was mm -hmm. like, I have never related to someone so much. I love you. Mm -hmm. And yeah, ever since then, I was like, I love you so much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to listen to you all the time. <laughs> but yeah, with, with Nope, like there's, there's so many, th there's so much in the trailer 
but there's not enough to tell you what the movie is about at all. And I hope, I hope that there's not a second trailer explaining this movie because at this point, I just want to go into this movie with knowing absolutely nothing. I I mean, even if there is, I'm not even going to watch it. Yeah, same. I'm just going to go. I think the only movie I messed up with that um, because usually I'll watch the first trailer, if that, and then that's it. Like, all the little teasers, whatever, I'm like, nope, I'm just going to wait. Um, the only one I really messed up with that, which was a big messy, was Halloween. So I basically saw the movie before we even got to the theater. But, <laughs> um, like, Scream, everything else. Like, I didn't watch anything else. Like, I watched the very, very beginning, and I'm like, okay, that's it. So, like, this one, I was like, I feel the same. There was so much going on in the trailer, but I still have no idea what's going on. Yeah. And I yeah. love it. I'm I'm just totally hyped for it. Like, uh, you know, minus the fact that he's so creative and original with his concepts, uh, he shoots a beautiful movie. Like, his scenery, like, even just from this trailer, having the, the circle in the cloud with the kite strings coming down, it's a beautiful scene. That that on its own, it's beautiful. Uh, the people, what was it uh, Stephen Yen, who he's he's got the horse in the cage and everything standing next to him, and him looking up and everyone else looking up, beautiful. It he makes such a beautiful. I don't want to sound pretentious by saying this, but he makes beautiful art when he makes a movie. And like I I can't I really can't wait to see this movie. I'm like so excited. This is probably like my other than Scream 5. This is my second most anticipated movie of the year and I cannot wait to see this. Yeah. I'm I'm very very excited and ready to see this. And not much else we can talk about because we don't know what the fuck the movie's about. So, I don't even want to go into theories or anything cuz nope. I I have I have avoided theory videos and I want to know nothing about it. Uh, but uh, I'm also excited they brought back what's his name from Get Out. I'm excited they brought him back or he brought him back because I love when directors bring back actors that for their movies. And that's, that's the exact same thing M. Night did, even though M. Night sucks now. But I mean, Spielberg did it, too. I don't know. If Spielberg Rob still holds up. all the time. His fucking wife. <laughs> <laughs> everybody else <laughs> no one thing i'll always appreciate about rob zombie is he brings horror icons into his movies that's one thing i'll always appreciate about him but i'm still not a fan of his me neither i think he's probably a very nice person but i think his yeah. movie little doo-doo he seems like he'd be fun to hang out with they seem like nice people yeah <laughs> i'll get i'll give them that i just don't like your movies but i don't i don't think you're a shitty person <laughs> you seem like a nice person yeah, just That's maybe all movies say. aren't your forte, but, you know, do you. Do you. I would say go back to rock music, but that decade's really like past. I don't really like his music either, so. I'm not in either. I don't know. <laughs> but do you. It's your life, Rob, zombie. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Krista. Well, that is that. Let's wrap this up. Uh, go ahead and uh, drop your stuff, yo. Plug your stuff. Plug I, yourself. I don't know why I do this like every time, like, like everyone listening to this doesn't already know. I mean, you never know. Oh, I know. You never know if someone is going to tune in and be like, "Who's Krista? How can I find and her?" You, you, you even, you even put it in the description. I, I always very, do. Very nicely. 
Yeah, I, I want to promote you. I feel awkward. I always feel awkward being like, um, this is my name. Follow me here. <laughs> do you want uh, me to do it for you? I'll happily do it for you. You you can do it for because I I don't I don't care. You can <laughs> you can follow me if you want or don't. You can message me or don't. That's all up to you. If you want to find me, you'll find me. In the words of in the words of Krista, do you boo boo? <laughs> <laughs> do you? <laughs> do you? All right. Well, go ahead and follow Krista at the Horror Queen. <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram and that's the horror queen with two ends. So horror queen two ends at the horror queen on Instagram. She posts a lot of fun, creepy pictures. Uh I can't get enough of them. Nobody else can get enough of them. They're fantastic. And uh Krista, another fun conversation. As always. As always. And everybody else, as always. Oh, go follow at Gizmo's Corner on Instagram if you're not already, because I'm posting a lot of cool stuff over there. All right. <laughs> I need more followers. Like, Wait, I forgot about myself. <laughs> I need more followers. Let's let's boost the Gizmo's Corner I Instagram up. Followers. Love me. <laughs> Gizmo's feeling neglected. <laughs> All right. And with that, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Gizmo's Corner yet again. This has been Nightmare Buddies. Uh, tune in next time. JC is coming back on. We are going to be doing a series review on Peacemaker. And following that, me and Chris are going to figure out something else to do. In the next couple weeks to come. Yeah. All right, everybody. Bye.